everyone. Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. My name is Joe. Oh man, today's been a good day already. Uh, joining me today on this episode is Alex. Alex, how are you doing? It's it's good. It's Taco Tuesday. It is Taco Tuesday. So on Taco Tuesday, I went out with work and I got swordfish. <laughs> but I didn't. The, the girl, the girlfriend, and I have been wanting to go to Taco Tuesdays at Margaritas for a while now. So we uh, indulged, and Ooh. I uh, took a took. I, well, I had a lot of uh, tacos for that. Uh, all you can eat for ten dollars. That sounds so. pretty good. Yeah, it's, it seemed like a good idea, but after nine, it didn't seem like such a good idea. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Fair enough. Also joining us for the first time, uh, you may know him as Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth? What was it again, Dan? What's your it's just, it's just Spaceship Earth. Yeah, just Spaceship Earth. Just the original. That's how, that's how old school he is on Twitter. Just Spaceship Earth. On Twitter... Uh, it's Dan. Dan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Joe. I'm just sitting here. Uh, I've got poured myself a glass of uh, Basil Hayden's. Uh, it started to get a little bit chilly here in Georgia, so no beer tonight. Just just some straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah, I'm as with last night because last night I did the Inside Universal podcast. Just to tell you how dedicated I am about horror nights, I did last night's review episode with Inside Universal. I am also drinking pumpkin yet again. For my uh, for celebrating Halloween a little bit, so Ooh, I had a pumpkin beer today. Well, this is Pumpkin from Southern. Oh, Tea. okay. This is I have no idea who who made it, but I loved it. It was very good. It kind of tasted like pumpkin juice, but with alcohol in it. I loved it. Well, that's that's a good combo right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was awesome. So Joe, a- you just got to get yourself some uh, some Warlock and make yourself a uh, a working. You see, I don't like mixing beers. That's my problem. Okay. Um, so when I go to Universal and they're like, "Oh, you got to get the Deathly Hollows," I'm like, "No, I don't not. I do not like the Deathly Hollows. That that messes me up too much." Um, <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. I'll get a Strongbow with a double shot of fire whiskey in it and be a okay, <laughs> and then I'll ride then I'll ride Hagrid three times in a row. But <laughs> but like, I don't know. Also, like we're totally out of Warlock in uh, Pittsburgh now. All I can find oh, okay. is uh, Pumpkin. Um, and pumpkin is starting to dwindle too. They're starting to roll out all the Christmas beers here. So I just saw a bunch of cases of um, uh, Jolly Holly, which is the Fatheads uh, Christmas ale uh, coming out. Do you get Fatheads down there, Dan? No, we don't. Not to, okay. not to my knowledge. Well, I'm going to add that to the thing uh, list of things you're going to need to get because Fatheads does some amazing beers. So uh, anyway, today's episode is going to be a little different. Um, we're going to be talking about some alternate opinions. On Halloween Horror Nights. Um, Dan, it was your first time. Um, Alex, uh, is this your third time going? Third time going, Third yes. time going. This is my sixth time. So we're kind of getting this range of opinions, and I like always getting new voices in the community and online. Um, but first, uh, this evening, a little bit of a leak, drip, 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 happened. Um, Alex, do you kind of want to talk about it? Because it's kind of your thing. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I, I guess we'll we'll name drop it, right? We're yeah. Okay with that. In case it's wrong, we'll have someone to blame. It's well, also giving give them proper credit because I'm always yeah, a fan yeah, of yeah. That. It's it's Katie fans, and I think it's it's basically Bush Gardens Williamsburg fans, same people basically, and they 
they've broken like Tempesto and Vader, the last uh, this you know um, Pantheon, and then what's coming next next year for Bush Gardens. So they have a really good track record. So I'm 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 it, yeah, it's it's a good thing to listen to. So it, it seems like some documents they've they've come along some documents, and it looks like uh, the replacement for Volcano is going to become becoming very quickly, uh, way quicker than I expected. Uh, I didn't expect anything uh, next year because you know Blo- Volcano's re- removal was very last minute. It mm-hmm. wasn't planned to be done. You know, stuff happened, and they had no choice but to remove it because it didn't make financial sense to to keep the ride going, unfortunately. And it wasn't a, a decision that they made very lightly. It was something they really didn't want to do, but it, they just couldn't keep sucking money into it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't expect next year because it was just too little time for even to talk to companies to start, you know, manufacturing things. You know, you, you have to get on a list usually with, with uh, major manufacturers such as uh, B&M. Mm-hmm. So it's looking like, if the rumors are true, we're going to get a wing coaster. Five inversions. Looks like it's going to be about 100 feet tall. Have a dive drop, kind of like a uh, gatekeeper. Uh, a zero-G roll, a heartline roll, a corkscrew, a junior immolin, whatever the heck that is. Um, layout kind of looks similar to, I'd say, X-Flight. Okay. So that's not a bad thing, I would say. So... So it'd, it'd be a more compact wing coaster as opposed to one that's more sprawled out, like Gatekeeper or... Right, right, yeah. Yeah, so. or, or the one at Dollywood or the one at um, Holiday World. Yeah, so as far as America goes, I'd say it, it closely, most closely represent, or resembles X-Flight. Okay. So, um, I mean... I, I don't think anyone. Let's be honest. It, it had to be something very special to uh, to be up to the level of volcano, and I, I think it's unrealistic to see that. I don't. I know it's saying it's bad, but like I know what I'm saying is kind of bad. But it's it's almost unrealistic to try to replace it to that level. Being volcano was such a unique attraction. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I. I People like the general public life, like wing coasters, they're very attractive to look at. You know, the, the people just are sucked in by them. They just this giant, really wide trains flying around the track. It, people go crazy for them. So mm-hmm. if this is true, it's going to do great for them, I think. So have you seen the what, what Hyde posted about uh, what the theme could be? Yeah, Monster Jam. Um, <laughs> Which is insane in, in a weird way. Yeah, I mean, if they put the if they put the um, the entrance, I mean, I it's it's kind of hard to tell. I don't know if they. I didn't read through the full article, unfortunately, because it just came out. But um, did it say where the station would be? Mm, I did. I've not been able to look at it. I, I was literally out with dinner for with coworkers. So yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. I, I, it would make sense if it was the station was over by uh, Flight of Fear and an Intimidator because that a whole, I mean, at least with Intimidator, the racing, you know, racing theme kind of is right there. But mm-hmm. if it's in Safari Village, that's, um, yeah, that's weird. But, I mean, they're not, it's not really a theme park, really. I mean, 
there there's general themes, but it's not like a immersive theming. So, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, that whole entire area will have a ride based on NASCAR, the Italian job ish, and monster trucks now. So it's like, I mean, that yeah, whole they, area you know, could. Yeah, they could retheme the whole thing to racing finally, and you'd be good to go. But I don't think they would do. Oh, maybe. Okay, so I finally see where they think it's going to be placed uh, further down the article. Um, looks like the station would be like right behind. If you were on the midway from Flight of Fear, the station would be basically behind Flight of Fear station. Huh. Okay. So you'd probably board in that area. Yeah, it would not be over by in Safari Village where the original one was. So, hmm. okay. Well, that's there some, you go. That's something crazy. So we'll have to keep an eye out on that for this twenty, probably twenty twenty one project. I assume. Yeah, I, I think I think they. I, I think you like had to kind of replace it really quickly, like mm-hmm. in this situation, just because like people were talking about it. When I was at the park, they're like, "Why'd they take out that volcano? That was the bomb." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People were talking about it. They were, they were, the guests are dumbfounded by it. So to to replace it as fast, to demolish the building as fast as they did, was good because you didn't have that giant white whale on one side of the park, mm-hmm. and then to replace it with something else to get people to kind of forget about it mm-hmm. is even better. So. And that's good for Kings Dominion, considering how far between Intimidate Era was and Twisted Timbers. This is great for them because that's you know only a few years between coasters. So yeah, they had to wait for a new coaster for a while, especially after uh, you know they got rid of um, Shockwave and then they added the Top Spin, there. not the Top Spin, the the Hus Giant Frisbee clone there. So yeah, so that's good. That's gonna be, that's exciting. Uh, <laughs> late breaking news. So. That that is our regional regional theme park update. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's get into this, y'all. Let's talk about some horror nights because I'm excited for horror nights. Uh, if you guys have not heard, Halloween Horror Nights 30 is going from September 10th through October 31st, 2020, next year. Um, so far, I have a hotel room booked September 16th uh, through that mo- coming Monday. So. Take that for what it's worth, but I'm already I'm already good to go. I already got my eighty eight dollars a night at Endless Summer, uh, so I'm I'm super excited for that. But let's talk about some Halloween to- Horror Nights twenty nine first. So, as I said before, kind of one of the reasons why I want to do this episode, uh, Dan was like, "Hey, I'd like to do this." Also, I always like bringing in new opinions and voices on the show, trying to get some ideas of you know like. What other people are thinking, especially uh, with, with Disney fans, <laughs> um, because you know Spaceship Earth, you know, come on. So, uh, so Dan, <laughs> bringing you back into the show after our regional theme park moment. Um, yeah, no, no problem. I liked yeah. I liked being the uh, the news anchor at the desk while the uh, the on, the on site reporter was talking about King's Dominion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and, and we are back back to the studio. <laughs> um, so uh, I I think the first question I have for Dan is Dan. Why is why is this year the first year you went? So my wife is uh, she loves everything that's horror related. She mm-hmm. she loves watching movies. She'll actually go to the movie theaters to to see a lot of 
a lot of horror movies and she'll have her girlfriends come over and they'll have nights where all they'll do is just binge watch horror movies. And for the longest time, she's wanted to go to horror nights, but she never knew if she could get her friends to go with her because it's a big commitment. And so finally, I just I made the the decision. I was like, okay, uh, I, I will go with you. So we booked it out, and and sure enough, that's what that's what caused me to do it. She uh, she put it together that it was going to be you know my birthday trip because I celebrate my birthday on Halloween. But I, mm-hmm. I when she told me that, I looked at her and I said, you know, in no way, shape, or form would I ask for this for my birthday. <laughs> so you're just you're kind of putting that together. But so I, I went, and and I absolutely don't regret it. So, well, that's that's a good start. I did not regret it. <laughs> um. So, uh, so I guess my next question is: Would you go again? Are you looking forward to Halloween Horror Nights thirty, or am I kind of, you know, kind of like just spoiling everything? And like, no, not at all. After when we left, uh, when we left our trip, I told her, I said, you know what, this is something that has that we can safely say will will become a tradition, and I will I will go down with her all of the years that we can we can go down. So we, we have plans to go down uh, for HHN 30 next year. Um, there's a really big hope for, um, for my wife that uh, an, one, a certain intellectual property will be one of the houses. And then for certain, she'll lose it and, and want to go down as many nights as possible. So, <laughs> but we're going to go down regardless. Fantastic. Well, I always like hearing that because, like, you know, my first year was 24 and I was dragged for like two years of trying to get out there, and I finally went, and I loved it. So um, it's always fun to kind of just like, especially take people who are like not a horror or not sure about it, and like actually they really enjoy the event for what it is beyond horror, because you know it's way more than just horror. So um, that that's super great. Uh, so Alex, have we have we talked on the podcast uh, when you started going? And kind of why you started going? Oh, uh, I wouldn't twenty seven, but I gotta say, like, and for someone who just listened, to, I was just finally like, you know, this podcast that I'm on, I should listen to the first episode just for the heck of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and man, you were just like, why do I want to go to horror nights? That seems scary, or something like that. You just were like complete opposite of now, who you like live, think, and sleep horror nights like twenty four seven. It's it's quite amazing. Yeah, um, it is. <clears throat> I, I went in 27 because uh, I, I'd heard about it since like the early 2000s. I, I've always liked like local events, like you know the Fright Fest and the the the, the haunts and all that stuff. But uh, I, I, the, and mainly I didn't go because I stayed away from Orlando for a very long time because mainly because of costs. Um, and then I realized that it, it's not as bad as it seems, especially if you do an annual pass. And then once I got the annual pass to Universal, then I was just like, well, I guess I should do this Horror Nights thing now. So that, that, that that's and then I went one year and I was like, I also kind of knew if I went one year, then I would be like, oh, crap, I have to go every other every year from now on. And that's that's kind of how it, it happens. You break because, the seal. Yeah. And it's not like the regional events where you can skip like five years and then you finally get a whole round of new houses. It's it's 10 new houses every freaking year. It's mm-hmm. it's uh. It's quite amazing that they do all that. So. Hey, amazing. Uh, never mind. Because they call them mazes sometimes. Never mind. Oh, Anyways. God. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was real bad. <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let's. Uh, what I want to do for this episode, just kind of go through the houses 
and let uh, Alex and Dan talk about them and get their and talk about their feelings on them and the event overall, along with the scare zones and the shows, and then kind of do some closing thoughts on the event. Um, so let's start off with a big one, a biggie. We're actually kind of going around the whole entire event. We're walking right into uh, Universal Studios Florida. We're going right through the Avenue of the Stars. We are going right past Ann Arcade, and we're going to our first house, and that is Ghostbusters. Um, so, Dan, what are your thoughts on Ghostbusters? Well, uh, I love the Ghostbusters movie. It's probably in my top five favorite movies of all time. Um, and I liked the house. Uh, and it was my it was legitimately my first house that I went into for Halloween Horror Nights ever. Uh, we did stay and scream and stay and screamed for for Ghostbusters. And we went in and I liked the way that they portrayed Ghostbusters. Uh, there were a couple of good jump scares that got me. I really liked the way that that Slimer was portrayed. And but all in all, it wasn't really a scary house. I really enjoyed looking at all the different things. If I had to say one thing that I wish was a little bit different is I wish the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man was was bigger instead of what it was inside of the house. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I enjoyed the house being a Ghostbusters fan. I just I didn't think it was the scariest house that I went through during my time at, at Horror Nights. Okay. That's fair. Alex. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, m- most of mine are in line with that. Uh, yeah. But, like, I, I, I don't know. Horror Nights is different. It, it, for me, it it doesn't necessarily need to be scary. It, it it's more, Some of it is just, it's like a, it's an experience. And Ghostbusters more, was more of an experience than, like, a haunted house, more or less. There were a couple of the ghost jump scares, and there were fine and dandy but i i just the first time through it i was i literally ariel was like embarrassed because i was just so giddy i was just so (laughs) happy i i just got out of it and i couldn't believe how amazing that was especially janine janine was oh she was so good they casted her so wonderfully and uh and it's great they made her a uh, voiced actor in there yeah improv only that was uh definitely the right call there are not a lot of improv actors at horror nights and that was definitely one to be improved because mm-hmm. I, I got stuck in that room one time because the line got clogged up and she just kept going it was amazing uh with the people that were just in the house just kind of like ragging on people a little bit and everything it was it was phenomenal um it, yeah, it was my favorite house of the year and my favorite house ever for Horror Nights. Really? Ever? Yes. Okay. It just it just brought me that much joy. I, I loved it. So, But no, it's not scary whatsoever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, fair, fair. Um, yeah, I, is there any last thoughts on Ghostbusters? Because we're just going to go through the houses and just hit everything. Uh, no, I thoughts? thought, like I said, it, it it was it was really well done. I like seeing all the different things. Uh, it was yeah, the way they portrayed it, going through the you eventually going through the the fire station and and seeing the containment room. I mean, there were just a lot of things that hit well going through that house for anybody who was a, a Ghostbusters fan. Yeah, as he said, the only thing I would have changed was the way that not so much the scale, just the way they did the. Um, the Stay Puft Marshmallow Land. Uh, it, it looked like you had that screen door effect going on the product, the uh, projection, and that's what kind of took me out of it. 
anyone who knows about like VR, early VR is like the uh, you could see like the individual pixels, and that's what I saw at least, and uh, that kind of took me out of it. But mm-hmm. I, it was a very minor complaint. Okay. So. Okay. Cool. So the next house on our list is Yeti, Terror of the Yukon. Yeti, 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 Yeti. Alex, what is your uh, your thoughts on Yeti? I just thought it was a really cool experience. Uh, like the first of all, like any, uh, it's just such a stupid uh, talking point. But like the air conditioning in there was amazing because it, it made not me want to not yeah, Orlando. Yeah, it's always the it's best. so stupid to talk about it. Like, because like in, in the Northeast, would be like, we don't want it to be cold. What are you talking about? We want it to be warm. <laughs> but uh, down in Orlando, yeah, to make it feel like you're going through a blizzard in the middle of Canada, pretty awesome. And then the Yetis, they, they were gigantic. They were really good at scaring me. And some of the effects and the makeup was just top notch. Especially the the punching through the guy scene. Oh, that was that was. Mm-hmm. Quite for some. <laughs> so. uh, Dan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I really, really liked Yeti. Uh, it was I was number three on my on my rankings of of houses for for this year. I one of the jump scares that got me the most out of any of the houses was one of the hunters, and I, it was a combination of him jumping around the corner, and then I caught the compressed air from his his shotgun or his rifle, like right in my chest. Mm-hmm. So that just that just added to it, but I really really enjoyed Yeti, and there was a lot of times too when we were in line for some of the other houses. We saw the the scare actors were were huddling in the back in between the sound stages, and they were getting each other all hyped up and you know eating <laughs> or doing whatever they would do, and it just turned into like they were rock stars that were on their way to get on stage for another performance. But I, I really enjoyed Yeti. That's awesome. Yeah, my only um one issue I do have of Yeti I want to mention is that um the resets were really long for those scares. Um, like, I never got a run-through where I got, like, every single scare. It felt like I would get, like, oh, I got the chest one. Oh, I got the door one. Oh, I got the shotgun in the house one. You know, it's like I never felt like I got all of them. It always felt like it was very... I felt like I would get one and be like, okay, which one am I getting this time? And sometimes I don't get any of them, so... But, yeah, Yeti. Any uh, last thoughts with the Yeti? Uh, it was the one that I wanted to go through and, and do multiple times if I could. I really enjoyed that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, so Dan, which was this the first uh, originally you did, or is it what? Like when did you do this in the night? So I did. So uh, I had the um, the promotion that if you buy a night, you got one night of yeah. Horror Nights for free. So we ended up yeah. doing it the Friday that we got there, that Friday night. Yes. Um, it was the second house that we did that evening. We did Ghostbusters first and then went right into Yeti. So it was your first original concept house. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic. Better than my original first concept house, which was uh, Roanoke, which was not very good in 24. <laughs> um, yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Alex, any last thoughts on Yeti? Nope, not my number three. So, cool. Uh, next up is Us. Jordan Peele's Us, based on the uh, actually the hit movie from this past spring. Um, what are your guys' uh, thoughts on Us? Dan, we'll, we'll start with you first. So my wife saw this movie and she was really excited about this house. Um, mm-hmm. The first thing that caught me was the entrance and the facade was really really cool. Um, I enjoyed that. 
Um, I liked it. I got probably one of the, the greatest scares that I had all of Horror Nights um, inadvertently in, in this house. Uh, there was a particular room where there was you saw the team member who was directing you across to a different door, but my wife, who was behind me at the time, was pushing me into what looked like another open door. Well, lo and behold, the scare actor was coming through with the machete. So, <laughs> so she pushed me into the door as the scare actor was coming out with the machete. So I, you know, I jumped probably a good three feet in the air and was and was laughing hysterically at that because I don't scream or do anything like that. I just laugh. And so I'll point at something and laugh when I get scared. Uh, but I did think that us had the um, probably one of the coolest room endings, which was the room with all of the different bodies. It looked like and you didn't know which one was actually a scare actor. Um, like I, I enjoyed that. I thought that was a really cool way to, to end, end the house. But I liked it. It wasn't it wasn't the scariest, but I definitely got some scares in that house. Fantastic. So. Alex, what are your thoughts on us? Uh, I saw the movie. Well, parts of it. We kind of missed the middle of it. I fell asleep. Um, <laughs> not that it was bad or not. We just trying to cram a lot of movies in before uh, before I went to Europe, actually, uh, because I went straight to Horror Nights after that trip. Um, but it was very faithful to the movie, and I'll say it once and I'll say it again, like... And I've said it other places that I, I felt like I was missing scares over and over again, and I was having bad run-throughs. But after four run-throughs, I felt like that there wasn't any coincidence. So I, I really liked the tone and the feeling. They had the awesome um, Alexa play, call the police gag that that from the movie, which is great. And uh, yeah, it just kind of it, the scares kind of just were not for lacking for me but other than that it wasn't bad it was my number six house of the year for me so right in the middle hysterically it's also my number six and yeti was my number three so there you go yeah well our number ones were very different oh very 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 different uh and our number tens are very different yes uh so uh dan what where would you rank yeti on your on your Uh, list yeti was my third favorite house Oh really? Well, no. Uh, okay, yeah. so you're we're all three on Yeti. Yay! Mm-hmm. So what about us? Us comes down. Us is number five for me. Okay, so pretty close. Got it. Awesome, awesome. So next up, um, any any last thoughts on us before I move on? Uh, I, I mean, it makes me want to go see the movie again. So I mean. If you didn't see the movie, I feel like it would have like I feel like that was one where you would have been like, what 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 was going on here? I need to go see the movie. So as far as like getting someone to go see the movie that went through the house, I feel like it would have been very effective. Yeah, I'm going to end up uh, probably watching it uh, on my own. My wife watched it. Uh, she said it made a lot of sense and she explained kind of the premise to me. But it made you're right. It definitely made me want to go watch the movie. And believe me, when I, I when I say I don't like horror, I don't like anything horror. So well, I'm the same way. Like I wanted to go see a, a house of a thousand corpses mm-hmm. after I went to the house. And then I watched the trailer. And I'm like, nope. No, nope, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'll walk through an environment, but man, sit me down in front of a TV where I can no. turn it off anytime I want. Nope, I don't want to do that. No, no, I'm good. <laughs> anything that's like fantasy horror, I'm okay with, but anything that's like maybe this could happen in some weird area of the world, I'm like, nah, uh, that's too, it's too real for me. 
Also, so. I, I got to say, Us also had a great soundtrack. Just the constant, uh, I've got five on it through the whole house yeah. is just super yeah. good. I really love yeah. that. And it's not that scary of a movie. So if if our listeners are like horror scary, it, it's it, it gets a little creepy towards the middle of the movie, but it, it's it's not that bad. More of a thriller, would you say? Yeah, 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 definitely. Kind of uh, I, 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 like shining type of feeling, kind of. If I okay. were to compare it to something like in my fear level. <laughs> yeah, no, that that, that makes sense. Yeah. So next up on our. Uh, Geographical list of Halloween Horror Nights houses is Stranger Things, the oh boy. number one house probably of popularity. Excuse me, always got the longest lines. I'm um, just like hysterically long lines every single night. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, Stranger Things, Alex, let's go with you first. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean. I'm actually let's go with Dan first because because he didn't experience the house last year. So I want a fresh opinion on this. OK, OK. I mean, that's fair. So uh, I'll preface the, the entire thing by saying when the first season of Stranger Things came out, uh, I watched it. I watched the entire the entire season in, in probably two nights, uh, but I didn't pick up and watch two and three before going to Horror Nights. So I was walking through just having a base understanding of of the premise of Stranger Things, but not knowing what went on. Uh, I watched it immediately after I came back, and I'm and I'm all caught up. So a lot of it makes more sense now. Uh, I liked what they did to the house with a lot of a different a lot of the different scenes. Um, the scares weren't necessarily you know crazy or anything like that, but the closing of the gate scene I liked and then the uh the huge mind flare coming through the roof I thought was great too and this is funny this is coming from some from somebody who lives you know probably seven miles away from Starcourt Mall uh so I, I I can drive up to to Gwinnett Place Mall which is where Starcourt Mall is I knew exactly everywhere geographically that they were when they were when those scenes so it was funny to be to be a part of that and know and know that backstory I liked I liked it for what it it did in the scenes and things like that but it definitely wasn't my my favorite house it was my it was seventh on my on my list okay Alex so it was seven on my list as well. Okay. And I think the only reason it was seven is because I like the series so much. Um, mm-hmm. it, it it really has to do a lot with last year's quality compared to this year's quality. Um, and last year was number one house easily. And it was a number one house of a lot of people. And it was not a number one house of a lot of people this year. Um, I think they tried to cram too much into one house. Um I, I'm assuming maybe they only had the they only had the license for one more year, so they had to cram both in. Or, or I don't know what they were thinking, but it just felt way too vague. I mean, Joe, you you talked about this a year ago. Like you, were, it just felt so concise of how much you were walking through the series last year, and this year it just felt like you were jumping one place to another, especially with season three. Um, and I, 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 I sorry to go against your opinion but i thought the closing of the gate was terrible uh, just the way they were mannequins just sitting up there with wires uh maybe they improved that later on this in throughout the run of the 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 house did they or was did it say the same way joe do you know say that again sorry 
the the mannequins that were just suspended for the closing of the the the, the gate to the un- yeah. upside down. Yeah. Just the fact that you could like clearly see the wires and it they it didn't even seem like they they tried to hide them. Um it just seemed so lifeless to me that scene. Yeah. That that was and, and you could tell there was dem, demo uh demi door demo demo do, no demi dogs demi dogs I, I can't pronounce that bothers that. me as much but but they um, were but they were around the periphery and they weren't like doing anything like it was clearly that's what they were doing for the scare and they just were like okay we're not going to staff that and it's like what is going on um, yeah the star court scene was amazing with the mind flare but. It really does have to do with going through last year's. It, the quality was just not there. So last year's, what was great about last year's is like I, I, I still know that house like the back of my hand. Like I can still remember walking into the hallway from the beginning of the series and just like the boom, boom, you know, the doot, doot, you know, that, that sound and having the Demigorgon jump out at you and like you're turning into this hall, the side hallway after the the dark side hallway after the elevator, and then there's this just the demigorgon there oh, and that yes. get, that got me so much that it made it number one house and yes, it just the problem I felt with this year was just that that like there just wasn't enough like connective tissue, but also like it just I didn't get the feeling like the, these characters were there like. It felt like all the casting went to Ghostbusters as well. <laughs> like the, the casting was so good last year, and it, like it, it took me, uh, it, it took me like two runs to be like, which character? Oh, it's this character. Okay, yeah, I get it. But like, it, I it was it was so dead on last year. It wasn't bad. It was just so good last year. No, it would no, it was it was a plus last year. Like. Like just seeing like Dustin and those those characters just running around, like oh my god, these are the like Hopper was the, amazing. Like yeah. you got you have all the kids, and it's like these are the kids, and then you have the, the girl who was like looked just like Winona Ryder with the giant hatchet in her hand trying to bust up her house. The demigorgons are going crazy. Hopper looked fantastic. Yeah. The whole un, like upside down library si- scene where she's going like Will Will, just the best like. It, it it's just such a I, I, it just makes me angry. Yeah. It, it's yeah. my number yeah. one last year to my number ten this year. It's just okay, it's not oh, that bad. No, it's on. that bad. It's my number ten. It's that bad. Um, but anyway, sorry. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to make it about me, but oh, last year's was so yeah, good. But, yeah, I don't understand why they didn't just do season two this year, season three next year, and season four probably won't be out before next year's event. So like, I, it would have worked perfectly I, I but also like if you do that then you start getting into the walking dead situation where you're just like, yeah but it's different though because like i never did any walking deads but like i understood i well i did i did the one in hollywood uh a year or two years ago and i like listening to everyone doing like the walking dead because i was a big fan of when this was all happening and i i didn't get to go to any events so it's like why is everyone crapping all this and then i finally Went to the vet, and then people explained to me why, what the difference between this and Stranger Things was, and the fact that they didn't really have the characters that you love and knew uh, in the houses. It was just a generic zombie house kind of theme to these the scenes in the in the show, but you know the the characters weren't there, right? Yeah, I. Mm. 
So, so that's uh, the difference, though. Yeah. I feel like it could have had staying power. Okay, obviously by season four, if they did four years of it, people would be like, okay, we're good. But like, I, 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 oh, hmm. okay. So hmm. Dan, Dan, any, any last thoughts on the Stranger Things house? Because we're <laughs> we're just like going ah, and you're like, yeah, no, that's I mean, good. yeah, you guys, you guys have, uh, you guys can base it off of seeing the original. Um, and it's gonna make me want to pull up a, a YouTube video of, yeah, of the original from that. So yeah. It was so good. Stra- like Stranger Things wanted to do a Stranger Things Day at Universal Studios Florida. That's how good it was. Like they're like, yeah, we'll pay for you guys to do this, and they kept the food open. They kept the house open all day, all day. The house is open, and it was just insane. Like it's unlike anything I've ever seen. And I wish I could have gone down there for that because it was so cool. But yeah, it was. Look it up. I'll send. I'll send you the video. I'll just send you the best video I have. I don't. I don't care. Let's do it. But <laughs> Sounds good. I'm. I'm on board. Fantastic. So, Stranger Things. We're going to the back of the park now. We're gonna go to the House of a Thousand Corpses. House of a Thousand Corpses. Uh, since Dan did the fr- first time, uh, last one, Alex. Uh, yeah. Uh, I. I. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> uh, Rod Zombie is crazy. I'm the one who and, brings you the Christmas candy. Yeah, and it's uh, pretty awesome. It was a good house. Um, but it wasn't great. Um, Why wasn't it great? I, I don't know. I, I, I think just not knowing exactly what I was looking at kind of hurt. But... Uh, it was very detailed. It, it was had some really good. This was one of the scary house, scarier houses, in my opinion. But I don't really have much to say about it other than it was okay. It was my number eight. So okay, yeah, I'm I'm a little short on words for this one. <laughs> I only ran it through twice, so didn't have much of experience with it. How was that? How was that exterior? Oh, okay. So that was very good. That was probably the best part. My favorite exterior of the year, easily. Okay. So with the neon and the, uh, I I assume it's straight out of the the movie. So. I mean, give or take any teases for next year, yes. So, uh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. Uh, Best house in that tent that I've done so far. But, I mean, that's above the Blumhouses, so it's not saying that much. I, I really like that first Blumhouse, though. Yeah, it was okay. The that second was, one was, that was terrible. Really good. That was really good. Um, yeah. So, Dan, what are your thoughts? Uh, well, I'll start off by saying I, I agree wholeheartedly with, with everything Alex said. Rob Zombie's crazy. Um, <laughs> I absolutely don't know 100% what was going on. Uh, this is one of the ones that was on my short list that I um, I didn't know what to feel. And I thought, I like you know, with my fears and stuff like that, not liking horror, I was, I was genuinely scared going into this one. Um, it came in as my least favorite house. Um, and okay. it was... It was just because it's it wasn't my cup of tea. Like I mean, it was scary, um, but this was probably one of the ones where I was like, "All right, I'm I'm glad that I went through and, and did it, but I'm not going to go through it again." Okay, no, that's fair. Um, for me, I'm pulling up my list right now. For me, House of Thousand Corpses is my number five um, because uh, 
it was the stand how I put it is the standard quote unquote throw all at the wall throw it all at the wall and see what scares <laughs> uh, house so it's up there but like I understand why it could be lower on other people's out uh, lists because it doesn't really make sense and it's all over the place so totally understand that and and we don't have to dwell on it um next up on our list um Dan you have an interesting story on this one. Uh, Nightingales. Nightingales. So, Dan, do you want to start with your, with your interesting story? Yeah, so this actually is a house that I did not get to do. Um, the reason being is we were we were queued to to go into it, and we were we were waiting in line and everything like that, and then all of a sudden there was a, uh, a mad rush of, of Horror Knight staff in addition to what looked like some universal security and uh, they turned turned the lights onto the house, cleared the house, and cleared the queue. Uh, and from what we had found out from a lot of the staff, the staff that were wearing the headsets and, and things like that, it seems as though that there was a, a physical altercation in the house. Mm. Uh, it was um, that the staff was telling us that uh, a scare actor either you know got too close to a guest or a guest who got too close, and there was you know somebody touched somebody else. And as a result, got too scared, and and some there was some there was swinging. Mm. So I don't know. I don't. We don't know what side it was. They weren't going to release any more information, but it was. I mean, they closed the house for for a good while. And as we went through and just kept our rotation of scare zones and houses for the rest of the night, we just never had a chance to make it back where the wait time wasn't wasn't a little bit too outrageous. Okay. Well, that's intense. <laughs> yeah, that that sucks. Uh, sorry that you had to go through that. Um, I always, I mean, you know, people, I, I hate when people are not cool about things. So, um, Alex, what are your thoughts on Nightingales? Uh, were there any physical altercations? No, but you didn't miss much. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my 10, number 10 house. Um, I, the exterior was really cool. It was very gory. It was, you know, the Roman theme. Nightingale. Did, when was the the first one? Did you get to do that first one? I or never, was that before? I never did the first one, so I think it was probably okay. like ten years ago. Okay, I, I I I'm I forget my before my time years of houses. So, uh, you know, it was just repetitive. Uh, I didn't think the scares were very good. I thought the 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 design of the nightingales themselves was lame. I I just I I just didn't think much of it. And uh, I don't know. It, it it didn't help that a lot of my opinions Ariel and I both shared. So I always felt like all my opinions felt so um, confirmed for the most part. There were some things we didn't um, agree on, but this was one of them definitely. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, just into it for me. Where was it on your list? Uh, for me, Nightingales was ranked number eight, so it's pretty low. Okay. Still, Still pretty low. Okay. Um, I, I mean, I like the idea of it cause I don't think I'd ever gone through a Roman themed house before. So I was excited for that, but it fell, it fell flat for me. So talk to me about the smell. That's all I kept hearing about. It just smelled like like sweat and stinkiness. I didn't get that, so I don't know. <laughs> um, I, I was still kind of recovering from a cold that I got in Europe, so 
my spell wasn't the greatest. It was better than the 28 where I was going through a terrible cold the entire weekend. I couldn't smell a dang thing. But uh, I, I don't remember it being bad. I, I feel like going through a um, uh, like a corn maze that's a, a month and a half old was is way worse than what I smelled in there. So that that's a good thing. It's it smells like decaying like plants was the best way to put it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, but I got it when it was fresh. I was, was week two, so mm-hmm. hmm. but okay. I also had heard that a little bit even early in the event, so Yeah. So Nightingales. Blah. Yeah. Next up, uh Depths of Fear. Oh, um, yes. Let's let's yes, do let's, that's the fear. Let's do Dan again since he didn't actually get to like, give us house opinions of Nightingale. So let's do Dan first again. Dan, what are your thoughts on okay. Depths of Fear? Um, I actually like I liked Depths. Uh, it was my it was number four on my list. Um, I thought that the the set construction uh, was really good. Uh, I liked it. Kind of had a, a little bit of a of a Nostradamus or Nostromos a Nost- from Aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of had that as you were walking through it, which is cool for me because my wife and I enjoy those movies. So um, I liked it. I liked the props. Um, I kind of wish that the the creatures that were there, uh, it, it was very repetitive in that aspect. Um, just looking like you know, with ang- looking like anglers and things like that. So, um, but other than that, I I mean, I got scared a good couple of times in that house. I, I enjoyed that house. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, where would you rank it? Uh, I had it. It was uh, number four on my list. Fantastic. Alex. Number two on my list. So my number wow. one. Wow. Ooh. Controversy. Hot takes. Yeah. I I just really love the atmosphere of this one. This one just felt so creepy to me. Like it 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 made it made me feel like I didn't belong there the entire time you were in the maze. Uh, it just, it, it just had a sense of panic the entire time you were in it. Uh, it, it, it just, uh, it felt damp in there, which like with the whole, you know, undersea mining thing just made it just even more immersive. Um, the only complaint I had was the, the, the monster design was repetitive, but I thought it was effective at the same time. And I heard that they got rid of they 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 changed that up a little bit i heard as the event went on so um, um halfway through the event what they did was they uh basically said hey we're going to jaws this um the the alien the 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 mouth brooder costumes were way too much like way too bulky so they basically said let's just have like two or three of them in the house instead of like all of them so a lot of it was just uh like 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 the employees or like the staff who were infected, so that was a lot. Like a lot of those were replaced with with infected staff, which is cool. But like when you saw the mouth brooders, it was like a jump scare, like an actual like, oh my god, what is that? Because you yeah, just it wasn't see it. as yeah, it wasn't as routine. Yeah, so it really yeah. it, it again it was the it was it was the Jaws thing where the audio animatronic didn't work when they were making the movie, so they just used it very strategically for scares. And I think it really improved the house. So, yeah, I could have seen that, and I still liked it the way I had it. So there you go. Um, 
yeah, I just really loved the the the, the setting of it, and uh, I thought the theme was really cool. So um, I'd love to see a sequel in like five, ten years. Yeah, one of my <laughs> uh, one of my favorite moments of the of my trip down was being just like super drunk at like one thirty in the morning, and going through depths <laughs> alone with my buddy and. It, there's no one in front of us, no one's behind, no one behind us, and the house was fully staffed and going after us. It was amazing, um, super fun. I absolutely loved that. It was just absolutely fantastic. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. One of my favorite runs through Ghostbusters was after quite a few drinks and, and, and totally <laughs> and totally shouting out to the keymaster, Jeremy. Jer- oh no, you can't. What happens if it wasn't Jeremy? No, I made sure it was Jeremy. Okay, good. good. <laughs> I always, am uh, the key master. Oh yeah, yeah. He 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 like gave me like the slightest wink, but he didn't break character whatsoever. <laughs> it was awesome. That's good. Jeremy, I mean, you guys Jeremy didn't song. do all the houses drunk. No, no I, I, I we did them in various states. Of <laughs> my first, the first two nights, I didn't do any. I, I didn't drink. The last night, I was like, I, I'm gonna kick back a little bit. So I've done the houses sober and drunk. Let's just put it that way, and various levels of drunkenness. Um. Also, yeah, the the drinking that they started at SeaWorld, so... Okay, fair point. <laughs> also, can we talk about the best part of Halloween Horror Nights this year, which is definitely High Noon? Have you guys had the High Noon? I, I had it based on your recommendation. It's really good. It's, like, really good. Right? It's, uh, I, I, it, was, it was incredibly refreshing, especially getting it from the mobile, the mobile beer, beer carts and things like that while it was you know, still incredibly hot when you were walking from house or in between the scare zones and things like that. It was really refreshing. The only bummer part about it, at least from my opinion, is that you, you were paying what you were paying but only getting 4.5% alcohol. Yeah, no, that's, yeah. that's fair. But also like, like in, the, in the age of White Claw, you know, it's an actual like – drink that's flavored with vodka and real fruit juices as opposed to like this weird malt liquor thing that white claw is so it doesn't like screw you up as much the next day which is nice joe man white claws are where it's at i know there's no hey look i had white so i don't know if i told this story on the podcast i forget if i did i I don't remember so i got a white claw at shea alcatraz during the normal day i just got one and i'm like yeah i'm gonna walk so we walked through san francisco we were going to mummy and I'm getting in line for Mummy with a White Claw in my hand. And the team member runs up to me. He's like, dude, where'd you get that about the White Claw? And I'm like, Shea Alcatraz. like, thank you. And he's just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, okay. I'm like uh, okay. Shea Alcatraz, only place you can get White Claws at Universal Studios Florida. And I think only place you can do it uh, during Horror Nights also. So. Yeah, that's true. We, um, me and the one, the my buddy that I was with for this trip, we we took a lot of midday breaks and we went to the pool at Endless Summer because that's that's where we stayed as well. How and, good is that is that pool bar? Oh gosh, it's fantastic. It's I mean the only downside to it is I wish there were maybe a couple of different areas that weren't three feet deep. You know, maybe yeah. just four <laughs> feet deep. Yeah. Um, but the yeah. entire pool being three feet deep is a little bit boring. But the the bar yeah. staff there and the bar there is great. And we were actually there on saturday mid-afternoon and there was a a white claw like corporate event that was happening they had one half of the one half of the bar was completely shut down and they were just white claw representatives that were there and if you came up they would order the white claws that were there they they talked about white claw mixed drinks that you could have so we were drinking some of those and it was just oh my god why didn't we go down when you were there 
Yeah. Uh. And, and the day and the day before they had Corona, like Corona girls were at the bar. Oh, my God. So the, the bartender, the bartender, Michael, was sitting there telling us, like, yeah, we can't sell these Corona premieres. Like, we have so many of these in the back just stocked up. So they asked us how we're doing. We're like, oh, we're doing well. So when they came and showed up with all this different swag and stuff like that, we were just opening cans and letting them take it on trays and give it to anybody they wanted to because uh, we can't get rid of this stuff. Well, what's great about it, in the summer is, like, every single one of their mixed drinks is under $10. Most of them are $9. Like, yeah, uh, that's that teal colored frozen drink that they put shaved coconut on top of. Oh my gosh, it was delicious. Nine dollars. <laughs> it was delicious, and they talked to me about pouring like that. They had the mango white claw, and they had the black cherry white claw. And the people from White Claw were like, "Listen, the mango one, you got to put coconut rum in it, mix, drink it, thank us later. The black cherry one, just standard regular white rum, put it in there." And I was like, "I've never thought about this, but you're genius, and these are delicious too. And thank you for buying them." Yes, man. Oh man. Uh, we I- also have to talk about the pizza fries. Um, now that we're talking about food yeah. and drinks, really well, quickly, I, well, in so, the middle of our hot so, so for hot for a hot second about endless summer drinks, man, their bar is absolutely fantastic. They make amazing fresh cocktails for dirt cheap for a theme park at a bar like a a, a universal like like bar. Like those drinks should be like fourteen or fifteen bucks. Like if you went to Polynesian and you got the same drink, it'd be sixteen dollars. And Joe, yeah. tell me a couple of those drinks will ri- will rival some of the ones like some of the ones that are on on Trader Sam's is, is menu. Oh yeah, uh, I, I'm yeah. not I'm not I'm not blowing you know smoke up endless summer, and I'm not digging at Trader Sam's, but I for the price point, the flavor, and and what you get for it, it's 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 up there. It's competing with Trader Sam's. It's absolutely fantastic. And like we went down there one night, and the, they closed the pool. And then everyone just moved to the side area of the bar, and we were all having a party there. Man, it was great. We were watching college football. We were all getting drinks. It was. It's. It's really. It's. It's really. Really cool. I really appreciate yeah, they, it. Yeah, they were brilliant to understand that even though they closed the pool at ten o'clock, that they would still make money by having that bar open. Yeah, the only. Uh, the my only favorite, uh, more favorite bar, at a Universal Resort is uh swizzle lounge at cabana bay have you been there yet dan we went yeah we stayed uh oh gosh it was probably two three years ago we stayed at cabana bay and uh, we had an opportunity to to go there and things like that it's it's good but i'm telling you man with with unfortunately the way prices are going endless summer is is right there in the wheelhouse and and could be one of the best resorts that's on on universal property right now. Yeah. So um and, and again just another endless summer brag is like we're staying mon- I'm I'm staying in a single bedroom like Wednesday through Monday for next Halloween Horror Nights and I'm spending with tax a little over 450 450 bucks that whole week. Yeah, we we had the opportunity. We arrived one night before the other couple that we were coming down with arrived. And so we got an opportunity and we stayed in a single for that one night. And when we woke up, we were moving to the 
to the suite. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had an opportunity to stay at both. Uh, I liked the resort a lot. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. And the layout is great too. I liked all the hooks and the ability to hang stuff. The, the little kitchenette area in the suite is great. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I, I can't, you know, endless summer brag is, is, is going to be, is, is what I'll be as well. Yeah. Endless summer is great. So pizza fries, Alex pizza fries. Oh, they're so good. They're so good. I didn't have them last year, and that was a mistake. And uh, we got them <laughs> twice. We got them twice this year. Uh, once from the uh, from the Kids Zone Pizza mm-hmm. place, and then the second time from uh, over by Rob Zombie. Um, I forget which they restaurant have a, it was. They have them out there, really? Oh, yes. Um, the, uh, it was like the bakery. The, um, oh, yeah, okay, the bakery. I know what you're talking about, yeah. It was just past the 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 exit of Broad Zombie. Going going to Diagon Alley. I know what you're talking about on the right. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And the the advantage to that is we walked in and we're like it was a bakery, like nothing you could see that would be like pizza fries making. And we're like, do you have pizza fries? Because the sign outside said you have pizza mm-hmm. fries. Yeah, we have pizza fries. And then uh, you know a minute later we had pizza fries. So Dan, so did you ha- have you had say, pizza though, fries? Pizza fries from there were yeah. not. As good as the ones from the um, the pizza company. Oh place. darn! They're, they weren't bad. They just weren't as good. And we all know we you know it could have just been a bad batch. You know. Yeah. So I don't know if they make them there or, or if they make them over there and then bring them over. I have no idea. So, but again, not waiting fifteen minutes for them is also an advantage. So true. Go. So Dan, have you had pizza fries? Yeah, I had oh. um, I had pizza fries. We we had them on the first night. We went ahead and we grabbed uh, twisted tater and pizza fry, and just to to, to do a comparison, um, I like pizza fries. I think they're really good. Uh, I I mean they were they definitely hit the spot and they were, and they were filling. It didn't really need to eat anything else for the rest of the night. Um, but I also it was rough because I went to I went down for the annual passholder appreciation night, and I had the the limited edition. The, the pesto margarita pizza fries. Oh, um, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, that and sounds good. They were sold at the um, the Dagwood Cafe in Toon Lagoon um, during the uh, that weekend, or that it was for uh, for the you know, the pass holder night, uh, pass holder appreciation night. And I, this may be a hot take, but I actually liked those better than the the OG pizza fries. They look good. I saw a video of them. They look good. Pesto is really good, though. Yeah. So sounds... it was. Yeah. I mean, and, and they had it was like slices of or not, you know, just slices of a mozzarella that they would put on it and put in like a salamander or a broiler, so it would just um, it would melt that way. They had sun dried tomatoes and they had balsamic was on it too. So oh but, man, <laughs> yeah, but. Just that was just me. I thought those I thought those were better than the OG pizza fries, but the OG pizza fries are still really good. Yeah, that sounds really good, especially when you mentioned sun dried tomatoes. I'm like, oh, that's 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 a game changer right there because I love sun dried tomatoes. And um, we never we never had a chance to get s'mores fries. And to me, I, I'm more of a savory guy than a sweet guy, so I don't know if I would have had them. My wife would have tried them, but we didn't have a chance to get the s'mores fries. Yeah, Ariel tried them because. Uh... Well, if you didn't know, I got delayed coming back from France 37 hours. Thank you, Norwegian. And uh, so she went to Horror Nights the first night by, by herself, and she got them. And she thought they were okay. Uh, she thought it would have been better. If, I think she said she would be better without the 
the chocolate sauce. She thought that was, uh, or no, uh, graham cracker added in. Oh. Alex? Oh no, Alex. I think I see he's muted. Alex, you're muted. Yeah, there hi. We go. Yes, let's, you, you muted yourself with the graham cracker comment. <laughs> oh, well, I muted myself way earlier than I expected. Uh, I'm going to go ask her what she thought really quickly while you talk about something else. Now, Joe, were they were they sweet potato fries? Yes, and, they were sweet potato fries. Gotcha. See, I, I'm not a sweet potato fan, so I probably wouldn't have even taken taken a bite out of out of the s'mores ones. But I'll say this, and once again, this may be something where it's a little bit more of a, of a hot take, or I may get backlash for it. But I also think that twisted taters are a little bit overrated. I don't like twisted taters at all. <laughs> I I think they are at best. Okay, at worst, undercooked and terrible. Um, I'm not a huge fan of them. What I really liked is I actually went to the Sarcourt Mall, and I got the bento box there. Okay. And that included wonton chips, a a General Tso's chicken um, bao bun, and pot stickers. And the wonton chips with the sauce were really good. The pot stickers were fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, the chicken bao bun was really bad. <laughs> it was really, really bad. But the pot stickers were absolutely amazing. Like, they were, like, very well done. Like, they were not, not well done as in they were, like, overly cooked. But, like, they were well executed. And also they had a little bit of a bite to them, which is uh, something I didn't expect, especially with the really bland, shitty – General Sao's chicken bao bun that I yeah. had, so that was. Super- I was I, I looked at all of that at the at the Star Court and things like that. I was watching. I spent a little bit more time heading over to the the Horror Nights, the extended bar, and the Transformers queue. Oh, the best bar, um, the best bar. So um, I went over there. It was really good. Uh, best your recommendation, getting draft highlight, and always, then it was always. and it was really nice to see that if you really wanted something, the biggest bang for your buck when it came to ABV alcohol wise is you could get uh, a terrapin hopsecutioner. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But the problem with that is I I wasn't feeling you know it was still eighty degrees out. I wasn't feeling drinking an eight percent uh hops executioner so definitely went with just you know standard uh standard highlight yeah what's also also, during the the two nights i was there i had a couple of the the actual mixed drinks okay you want to talk about the mixed drinks real quick um i had the one i forget where you know which one had what in it uh the one i I, I honestly don't remember either so yeah i had the one that was right there at the transformers extended q bar whatever that one was and then i also had the one that was right outside uh uh, animal actors mm-hmm. in that that bar as well. Um, I I wanted to have them just because it was an experience thing, and but everybody's right, too sweet, not enough alcohol. So yeah. that's what it is. If you're looking for something that's refreshing, it may fit that bill, but it's it's too sweet and not enough alcohol. Especially if you're trying to keep a buzz, it could it could do nothing less. Mm-hmm. Make you vomit. Yeah, real we bad. had. I forget which one I had. One was green, one was red, and the green one was good, and the red one was like you could barely taste any of the alcohol. So, I'm very descriptive. Oh, I talked to Ariel. She liked them, but she would have preferred uh, caramel instead of chocolate with the mixture of the uh, sweet potato fries. So. Oh, okay. That's an int- okay. I like that. But they idea. wouldn't be. I, I guess I would go against the s'more fries thing, and people would be like, "Why is it not?" 
chocolate. So, but I don't know. Or the uni- Universal food and beverage would say, "Well, more people like it, so we'll sell more of them." Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Just dye the the dye the caramel uh, brown and or deeper brown, and people won't even know the difference when they're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> True that, but it's nothing like a good high noon or a high lie, right, Joe? Damn straight, man. Damn straight, man. Um, so I have another question, Dan. Did you go to the Today Cafe at all? Uh, I've gone to Today Cafe before. Um, yeah, go tomorrow nights. As did I. Good stuff. Yeah, uh, the one time one time I went, uh, unfortunately, my wife and I were, were uh, in the middle of doing keto. So, oh, okay, never mind. That's a little hard then. Yeah, yeah, it's it's hard. I mean, any of the restaurants there are are hard, hard but them accommodating and, and doing what we needed to do for the salads and stuff like that worked out real well. But otherwise, yeah, I mean, I like it. I think it's a good addition. Um. I think it fits. I think it fits there, and I like the fact. I mean, it's it's definitely better than than uh, it's a boulangerie or whatever. The boulangerie. Yeah, I was. I had a hard time putting that that word in my on my tongue to pronounce it right. But yeah, I definitely think it's better than that. It generates a lot more popularity than than boulangerie ever did in the time that I've been to Universal. And they have highlight on tap. Yes, I mean that's all you have to have is yeah. you just have to appreciate and have highlight anywhere that you can get it. Exactly. Thankfully, we can get uh, high lie and cans up in Pittsburgh now, which is fantastic. Alex, you've been, you've been to Today Cafe. Yeah, I, w- I haven't been since it was uh, still in preview, actually. Um, oh. But uh, I don't think it's changed much, has it? No, not really. I think, yeah. they, I think they switched out Al's avocado toast for something else now, but that's about it. Okay, I got the Big Apple cheese, and that was fantastic. And then I got the. What uh, size did you get? What size did I get? Side. Oh, oh god. Did you get Let's the potato salad? Let's see what my video shows me. The potato salad was so good because it's with ranch. I love how I can oh, just re- so look good. back at my video and know exactly what I did. Uh, I got the fruit. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, never mind. Uh, so, uh, so anyway. Um, and then I got the the cheesecake, the blueberry cheesecake on a stick. Oh my god, it was so good. That's not, that sounds really good. Also, so good. again, I keep saying this like every like every every other podcast I do. Today Cafe has the best coffee in a theme park I've ever had. Period. I definitely have to try that out because you know coffee is needed on these uh, Orlando trips since oh, the yeah. days are so freaking long. And the coffee is cold brew. Okay. And they also offer it on nitro cold brew, so it's like really smoke, like like this kind of milky, kind of silky texture to it. It's really good. So, best coffee. Anyways, so back to Halloween Horror Nights. I'm gonna lead you into a discussion topic because then I need to run the restroom because that's how long we've been podcasting already. Is I need to go to the restroom. So our next. Uh, house we're going to be talking about is Universal's Monsters. Um, I absolutely love this house. I cannot wait to hear what you guys say about it. But first, I'm going to go pee so you guys can talk about it, and I'll be right back in about like 25 seconds. So, Alex, what are your, what are your thoughts on Universal Monsters? Best tribute ever. 
That's well, my opinion of it. Can, can you can you stretch that out for maybe like 30, 40 seconds? Thank you. I <laughs> yeah, yes, it. yes, I can. <laughs> I have more to say than just that, but yes, uh, yeah. The tribute to this was just amazing, and and how they were able to carry so many themes over the entire house was I thought was pretty impressive. You know, it, it's a, it, and it, it didn't. I don't know. Like, last year we had the B movie house where they created a bunch of B movies, and I love that because there's little snippets of houses. So you, every room was like a new adventure. What, what's coming next? You know what's coming next the first time you went through it, which has made it so exciting to go through. And uh, it just felt the same way. And you know, you, you may not think you like you might not be a horror fan you think oh i don't i'm I'm not gonna identify with any of this stuff but then you go through it and you're like wait a minute i know all this stuff just because it's it's everywhere you you can't really escape the universal monsters uh and some people might not even realize that it it all came from universal all these monsters the, the, the initial creation of it so uh and everything was done just so well that's and the stairs were pretty good too, actually. Uh, like one time we were going through, and Frankenstein like literally just creeped on my girlfriend. She he was just like, he followed her through the entire room, and she was just like, "What the? Heck? Leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> um, this for me was my number two house. Um, I I loved this house. Uh, I think I think one of my favorite aspects of this was that they paid homage to at least uh, that I can remember right now, two monsters that weren't on the the front facade, the projection that was onto the side of the building or on any of the the merch or or literature or anything like that, and that you got to see Quasimodo and the Phantom of the Opera. Um, so I thought that those, those scenes surprised me more than anything. I didn't get scared, but I was excited to see, see them in there and see how they did them. Um, but I really loved this house and the Frankenstein right before you hit the exit definitely got me. Oh God. Definitely got me. Every time they do that in universal putting, putting a monster in the black room. Yes. (laughs) assholes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was sitting here i was like i was incredibly excited i was like that house was great i got scared a lot i really enjoyed that house i was like home free i see i see outside and then boom big seven foot frankenstein jumps out from the curtain and here i am almost falling on the ground laughing outside of the actual exit of the house yeah and you know i i joe i feel like i should like expect it because yeah. it's usually in some of the same houses too like same locations but no, I always forget. I probably forget next year. And, and, and it takes a few runs to go through it. Uh, yeah, it, the only bummer about this house is walking back to it. But that's that's these two locations in a nutshell. The ones we're talking about right yeah. now. Yeah. No, monsters is great. They always have those. Like, I, last the quasi motor scene I really enjoyed. Like mm-hmm. uh, I know it was just like a mirror to to give the the uh, the uh, effect of extra height, but like it really. Like it really did a good job of that. Like mm-hmm. I, it got me for a second. I was like, "Oh, it's just a mirror." But like, wow, that was done really well for some. Like I don't know how it was any different than any other kind of effect where you use a mirror to just make it seem like it goes on forever. But like, I guess I just I don't think I've ever seen it in a floor before. So that caught me off guard. It was really cool. And yeah, as you say, it was just really cool how they had so many different uh, properties there it, it was just 
it, the quality was just so good. And it, it wasn't like um, the, the quality was consistent throughout every single house or every single room. So it wasn't like one monster was uh, less time was put, and effort was put into it. It was all consistent, which was great to see. Uh, you know, and I, I don't I think you were in the bathroom still, but I loved it because I'm, I loved I'm last, here. I'm, I'm here I, I loved last year's. Uh, <laughs> The uh, the B movie house. I'm sorry, I forget its name. Slaughter Cinema. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved that house last year, and it, it, you know, kind of a similar deal where you kept on jumping from snippet to snippet, and I love that. That's great. So, mm-hmm. they yeah. need to have a snippet house every year from now on. <laughs> snippet house every year. Got it. Yes, yes. I've coined it. Damn it. Fantastic. So uh, um, that was number four for me. Number four for you. For num for me, it was uh, number two for me. Um, super super awesome. I, I, I absolutely love that house. Um, next, a divisive house for us. We're talking about oh, graveyard games. <laughs> Dan, we're gonna start with you first. What are your thoughts on graveyard games? Uh, all right. Well, if it's that like divisive, then like this was my number one house. Good. That's uh, a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, this this was my number one house. This one actually, I had no idea what to expect after reading from reading the the description of it. Uh, walking up to the house and seeing that scrolling social media feed that was uh, on the outside of the building. Uh, also lent some some intrigue into what was going on but once i got in there like i actually had the feeling you know the hairs on the back of my neck stand up and i was like all right what am i getting myself into and um i got scared the most in this house um i caught myself you know universal did a good job i caught myself looking up at the props of the kids you know like holding the phone with the mom on facetime and stuff like that and then all of a sudden the scare was it was one of those low scares, Joe, where they come at you from at your knees. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and so I caught myself doing that, just looking more at the, at the props that they had up there. Um, and I thought they were – I thought that house was fantastic. I really liked that house. Uh, I got caught on some of the resets with the swing actors who would pop in on one side, swing right around to the other opening and get some people again, me included. Um, this one I tip my hat to. This, this was my favorite house hands down. Alex, <laughs> you're making me sound like I had some really bad run-throughs because you're well, making it sound really good, but for me, it was my number nine house. <laughs> well, yeah, wow, <laughs> divisive is no joke. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, I, I thought my opinion was all valid because Ariel felt the same way, and uh, I think she actually had hers as ten, maybe. I, I don't know. I never heard her. I don't think she made a list, but it was definitely down there for her as well, and. I, I don't know. I, I it seems like I the scares didn't seem like they got me as well as you did. Like I, some of those scares, I don't even remember having. Granted, this was like two months ago at this point, but um, it, it, yeah. As far as the scenery goes, it, it was good, but for me, it just the graveyard thing felt. Geni- uh, I, I'm just not impressed with the graveyard theme. I don't think. I don't. I think it's kind of hard for me to get excited for that because I just feel like that's a theme that I've seen so many places so many times. So it's just, to me, it was kind of like, oh, no, another one. But the the, the story behind it got me interested. It, it seemed cool. But, 
Yeah, I, I nah, it just didn't do much for me, unfortunately. But um, I don't like. I'm glad you guys liked it. I'm not saying you're wrong at all. It's it's fine. So awesome. Well, we have one house left. Well, not, not awesome because you hated it. You hate that, that I hated it, but I, I don't but, hate. I don't hate that you hated it. I'm just like yeah, okay. Yeah. You have we all have our opinions. It's fine. It's, you know, like yeah, whatever. Know. It's living. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I feel time, I feel bummed for Alex that he didn't get yeah. the level of excitement that, <laughs> yeah. that me and Joe got from from Graveyard yeah. Games. Like that's that's what I feel. I'm not putting pity on you. I'm just like, man, I just wish that you know yeah, Alex has I... been like five people behind me in line where where I was on this run. So that's 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 just where I feel bummed. I'm I'm, I'm sorry you didn't have a great run. Way. And I feel the same th- same way about Sarecrow. To not to to bring it down even more for you, Joe. Wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> My absolute number one Halloween Horror Nights house of all time. I, I thought that was generic as hell as well. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he's just this right now is just there's there's there's, there's fighting of, going on. This is gonna this is now gonna, because it felt like it was a good time to get it all out. <laughs> this is gonna degrade into a. Uh, I've, a different, I've never different loved you, Joe, and it doesn't Joe matter. If, and I, it doesn't matter if we've ever redone the kitchen. It, I still hate you. <laughs> can I say one thing though? Like, no. Yeah, you can go. <laughs> yeah. Even, even though I don't get, I even even the worst house here at Universal is still better than like anything ever. You know, any like they they do the best houses no matter what. Like there's some there's very few regional houses that the detail that comes even close. So you always have to put it a grain of salt when we're saying number ten. Number ten's still pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's, and uh, Alex, I I understand your perspective about the fact that you've done you've done horror houses or you've done haunted houses or scare zones things like that that are, are that are graveyard based, and I can see how that can potentially get stale. I guess coming into it, and that's the reason Joe brought me on here with the fresh set of eyes, and I, I may not have done something like that. So maybe the worst thing is that this is going to be the bar of which I, I I set that standard for, and maybe something is going to knock it off. But yeah, this was a house. If I had an opportunity, I would have just rotated back and forth between graveyard games. And, and Universal Monsters and been upset that Yeti wasn't over there as well. Yeah, and it didn't take 10 minutes to walk back to the damn thing. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I could, yes. I hate the location of those two goddamn houses. I mean, there's only... I mean, there's only so much they can do, man. <laughs> no, Knockdown... Epic, Epic Universe is going to have an whole area decked out just for Horror Nights. That's what's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> no. oh, oh, boy. So... We're going to move on to the last house of our discussion. Woo! The Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Alex, want to talk about some Killer Clowns? Oh, this is so good. It was good. It was really good. Um, I, I, it was just so true to the movie and the atmosphere. It, it, the, um, we watched the movie before and after going to horror nights and it, it's just so good and it's so uh, the scares were pretty good too uh not the clowns but some of the other scares were really good um they had this one scare where it, it like vibrated it was i think it was a drop door but it vibrated my feet and it got me all four times like like not just like ah like holy shit i'm gonna shit myself scared like it, it was so good and uh the clownzilla the scale of that was that uh, was 
That was pretty good. Uh, the only thing I had to critique on this one is I, I, I and, and going back and watching the movie again after going through the house um, was it, it felt like it was missing some of the really key scenes from the movie. It, it, it just felt like it stayed inside the uh, the uh, the carnival tent spaceship. Mm-hmm. A little bit too long, and I wish it had just had gone throughout the different scenes in the movie a little bit more. But th- that was my only thing to really critique on it. It was, and, and the interactive stuff was fun, and the smells were cool. So it just added other levels of immersiveness. And then, of course, the photo op out front was always fun from basically from last year, I believe, right? Uh, I mean, it was not a photo op last year, but it, they took the truck from last year. Yeah, yeah. And put some well, characters like, out front. So, yeah. Well, scary zones are always kind of a photo op, but <laughs> but yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get onto that a little bit later. Y- yes, yes, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> Dan, what are your thoughts on Killer Clowns um, from Outer so Space? I have I've never seen the movie, and um, so going through this one didn't have any expectations. This kind of fell into this di- really didn't do anything for me. Oh no. Uh, so I, I know that may bum you out, and, and I'm sorry about that. You know, this one was just above House of a Thousand Corpses on my list at, at number eight. Um, so I mean, I really don't have much to say about it. It wasn't my it wasn't my cup of tea. Uh, going through it, things like that. It was it was good. The details are good. I just I, it, it was what it was. So by the way, it's uh, free on YouTube to watch. So if you want to watch it, it's there, and it's not that scary. It's also not that good, but it's oh come on! It's it's so good. It's so it's so good. It's so bad. It's good. Uh, okay. Anyway, so is it in, so it's in the movie the like the Leprechaun series territory. Oh yeah. <laughs> I okay. Anyways, uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. So let's move on to some scare zones, shall we? Scare zones. Uh, let's start off with Anarcade. What are your all thoughts on Anarcade, especially uh? Dan, since I, was this your first scary zone you walked through? Um, yes, but I mean, it didn't get its full effect because it wasn't full. It wasn't nighttime. Okay. So um, this one I gave a little bit more. If I was going to say true scare zone that I went through, it was Zombieland. But um, like obviously going back later in the night gave this one its due. Um, I like this one. Uh, I thought this was number two on my scare zone rankings, um, because it was to me, my mindset was, you know, this is like twisted Tron. Mm -hmm. Um, so I liked it. I thought the, the actual arcade setup was cool. Um, I liked the stilt walkers. I liked all the, the LEDs, things like that. I liked it. It was fun to walk through. didn't really get scared, but I enjoyed walking through it. Okay, cool. Alex. Yeah, it was a selfie zone. (laughs) Once again. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it was fun to watch, and we 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 got to watch it quite a bit because our first time through uh, Killer Clowns, we waited uh, right by that area, so we got to watch it from the outside and you know explore it later on. Uh, it was fun to look at, and as like an arcade enthusiast, it was pretty cool. But uh, visually, it was really impressive, uh, but it wasn't scary. It was cool. It was neat. Yeah. Next up is Zombieland Double Tap. Ugh. Zombieland Double Tap. Yeah. 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 It was kind of kind of dumb. Meh. I mean, I saw more people get scared in this one. Um, the porta potty one was the one that got a ton of people. Oh yeah, that was good actually. 
um, because yeah, they had the sound coming from one, but they would jump out of the other. Uh, yeah, I mean that's why I saw a lot of the scares. But and, you know, other than that, it was it was kind of just meh. And the way that it was set up with a lot of people still being able to go in and ride mummy, uh, you know, it felt the flow was a little bit restrictive and bottlenecked in some points. But they've done good. They've done good scare zones in that area. So uh, it, I don't think that really matters. Like uh, last two years were pretty strong, I think, with um, Vamp 85. And then the, uh, oh my God, I forget the franchise ever. Always. What is it called, Joe? The, the one Purge. Where you, the Purge, yes. The Purge. <laughs> that was fantastic. Oh my God. That was so much fun to watch. Uh, over and over again. So, yeah, it was really weak mm-hmm. in comparison to the last two years. So, uh, I, I think I would have felt the same way even if I hadn't the previous knowledge of it, though. So, yeah, that was my least favorite one of the year, I think. I didn't really ever rank them, but I that was definitely down there. Well... It's time to dig through the ditches and bird through the witches because we're going to Rob Zombie's Hell Billy hell. Deluxe. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. This one this one this one was ridiculous. It was a party. It was so good. <laughs> this one this one you felt like I saw more people stopping of you know, more guys stopping and taking pictures they probably shouldn't have been taking than <laughs> than anything else as we walked through that scare zone and it was just i mean the props and everything were cool it was a giant party you were right but man it was just it was almost creep town usa yeah, <laughs> yeah it was <laughs> no uh, rob zombie music is awesome and it uh yeah the theming was great and uh, it was so good so and yes. uh Thankfully, yep. I have a pr- girlfriend who didn't make me feel like uh, a pervert, so that's that's good. <laughs> so our next uh, scare zone on the list is, uh, you know what? Let's let's toss it up a little bit. Let's talk about the uh, Springfield area uh, chainsaw team. It's kind of a uh, offbeat kind of year for them, but usually they're yeah. pretty solid. Usually they're we- one of, one of the best, and this year kind of it felt like a little lackadaisical. Yeah, I, I felt like the the whole LEDs on this the, the uh, chainsaws just kind of made it feel really cartoony. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I believe this guy's been around for a while, but I still love it nonetheless. The chainsaw noise guy, that guy's fun. Yeah, chainsaw noises. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's good. Uh, and I didn't see any of the. Uh, I, I liked the last year with the clowns. The was it clowns to last two years in a row? I forget. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just like that. And the whole the pep talk they would used to have and all that, and they start yeah. all the chainsaws up together. It was just fun. This year, yeah, it was okay. So mm-hmm. it's always fun to have that there. And, you know, it, it's not like it's uh, much for them to put a bunch of people in there with chainsaws and dim the lights. So it's fun. And people, I mean, for some reason, people really get scared about big chainsaws. It's, it's, uh, you know, I, I, I guess some people actually think they're real. So <laughs> I guess if you do, then yeah, go ahead, get scared. But they're very, very fake. Yes, so. they are. Dan, what are your thoughts? Oh, I liked it. It was a good place to people watch. And there was a, a particular scare actor who uh, was in a wheelchair. 
Oh yeah, yes, that's, yes, and yes, yes. he does a phenomenal job of hiding the chainsaw until he's right up where he needs to be and just revs it and get and gets a whole bunch of people. And it's it's fantastic to watch it. And that place was a little bit of a madhouse in Springfield because during that time, uh, John Alex Duff Gardens was down. The line system was completely broken. All oh, they no. had was bo- all they had was bottles. Oh so, no. They could not do any Duff on draft in Duff Gardens. So they were sending people – like during the day, they would send people over to Moe's. And you know Moe's doesn't have that many taps in there. And they were just doing – they had to pull out portable kegerators to do anything. And then they were just po- opening bottles. Oh, that sucks. Oh, that's, that's the worst. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Uh Yeah. So, next up, Vikings Undead, I think it was. Vikings Undead. The uh, Scare Zone in Central Park. What are y'all's thoughts on it? We'll start with This was my favorite. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, so why? I liked this one because it was, uh, I mean, it got better as the night went on. And the fog or or, or smoke or whatever it was just uh, built up more in that area. And I saw a lot of the the scare actors um, that were behind the fence, like the one where the body was flayed open on on the spit, it looked like. Um, People would stop and take pictures and things like that. And then all of a sudden that woman would would jump the fence and run at the people. Oh, really? So she she was she wasn't staying there. And the same with the one where the body was flayed up on the uh, up on the look like the the cross or the, the crucifix. Same yes. same thing was there. So they were leaving. They were leaving the the area, and like going after people who were like taking pictures. Awesome. So I like that one a lot. I really liked uh, walking through that one uh, as often as I could. Fantastic, Alex. Uh, thematically, like the theming of it, I thought it was fantastic. They did a really good job. Um, this is, yeah, the cinematic. Uh, thought of that one I thought it was really good the lighting and uh, even the sounds like they had some soundtracks to make it she like she was uh, actually eating the flesh and all that like crunching and gnarling at it oh it was creepy uh, yeah. it was really good it was really good um, I, I think I liked the previous years a little bit more but it was still that 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 one's a really good scare zone because it pinches so well. So it's really tight and it's really it makes for really good scares. It's not this wide wide area where you know you have somewhere to run to or hide. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah, you, you have nowhere to go. <laughs> so that's what makes that one so good. Fantastic. Last but not least, we got Vanity Ball in Hollywood. What are your all thoughts on Vanity Ball? Alex, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this because I uh, I have some thoughts on it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Um, like, what is it? Basically, cosmetic surgery gone crazy. Well, <laughs> or uh, wrong. But, uh, yes, but it's also um, based on the 1980s ball culture from like New York area. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of like this kind of weird, like queer like horror zone (laughs) that has not really been done before so it's interesting so yeah and you know i I can deal with that that's fine Mm -hmm. um it was 
It was it was definitely interesting. It was it was it, it, it had the biggest spectacle of them all. That's for sure. Um, just the just with the runway and the uh, surgery little stages and all that. It, it was fun. It was fun. It wasn't great, but it was okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dan, what are your thoughts? Um. I I mean I liked it. I didn't have any any problem with it. I after after doing two nights of of doing it, uh, we made the observation that it may, it may have been uh, a victim of how much space it had. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought about if you know if the Rob Zombie Hillbilly Deluxe was this party atmosphere and things like that, then it may have benefited more from being in a bigger re- like bigger real estate like that area. Oh my God, you're and, right. And Vanity Ball could have been better, got a little bit more scares if it was in that more intimate spot over by um, Fast and Furious and and Richter's and things like that. You could have had those two surgery stations and then maybe had the runway not necessarily be as big, but still have it and get those get the scares because it seemed as though there were definitely more scare actors going around in Vanity Ball than there were in um, inside of Rob Zombie. Uh, and people taking pictures, you know, wouldn't have caused any sort of, you know, jam or, or, or ruined any of the, the potential scares in Rob Zombie if they had that bigger space um, where Vanity Ball was. Okay. It worked, would have worked fine in, in San Francisco area now, wouldn't it have? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would have it would have made sense. Like, not, not saying anything, but it would have, yeah. So that was just, I liked it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a very... I thought it was a very interesting thing to do, but I think it was received really well. So I just think, unfortunately, it was. I thought it was just too spread out. Okay. I kind of like the idea of Rob Zombie being over there. I really do. But we'll never know. So, our next discussions. Alex, I know Dan did not see this, but Alex, uh, did you see Academy of Villains? You know I did. And what so. are your thoughts? Well, it's my first time actually sitting down and watching Academy of Villains start to finish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd seen you know bits and pieces of it two years ago. Didn't bother with it last year. Um, I, I think I'm okay with that because here's like last year's show was they were still figuring out that stadium, mm-hmm. um, but this year they figured out how to do an amazing show. It. Yeah, there were. Oh man, it was good. <laughs> the soundtrack was fantastic. The it's. I mean, it's always high energy dancing, and it's it's. They always have the 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 best of the best on stage. That's for sure. Uh, just the whole atmosphere of it was. Oh, it was just so much fun. And then that contortionist. Oh, <laughs> contortionist. Yes. Oh my God, that guy. That's why Dan didn't see it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that's a, that's a big that's a big oh, really? no okay. checkbox. Nope, that's just mm-mm. I wouldn't have been able to make it through it. That's just <laughs> so I made the conscious decision. Is it probably something I regret? And I should have sat through it. Sure. I mean, I just did horror nights and did the houses. So what's no? Like, it's fine. Actually, um, I just it's just yeah. <laughs> we were we were nowhere near him. We were uh, we were close to the other, uh, you know, uh, audience stage. So we were on the other side of it, but it was uh, well, I was filming it, so it it might I might as well have been right there because I was zoomed right into him. Um, oh, so you did get the Joe experience? What was the Joe experience? Oh, I was right up there. Oh. <laughs> I was I was right there. Yeah. 
like inches away from him. I was like the, that row right in front of him. So yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, I don't think I would have been able to handle that. That would have been a little intense. Yeah. Uh, no, I I enjoyed it from my viewpoint very much. So um, the only I, the soccer ball stuff. That's I don't know. That's kind of the only thing I would have changed. Uh, it was impressive, but I thought it um, it dragged a little bit, it's especially after watching it back on my video. It, it really like dragged. Like I included nothing in my, I included barely any of it in my highlights because it just, mm-hmm. I don't. At least if or at least on film, it didn't look very exciting. Uh, in person, it was more exciting, but uh, the whole show was just just so high energy and uh the whole story and all that was fun so yeah i I can't wait to see what they're gonna do next year and if you'd asked me that last year i would have been like yeah yeah sure right Uh uh-huh yeah i'm gonna be excited about academy of dawn six years sure go go somewhere else (laughs) but no that was fun Mm -hmm. so but not as good as the other show Yes, let's talk about uh, the Halloween Marathon of Mayhem. Man, they have set a high bar. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where where do you go. I mean, going up from that, that's, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just start with this. Better than the actual show during the summer. Let's say that much. Yeah, that's, no, it is. Show, that show is good, but it needs to be cut down uh, significant. It drags on way too long. Um, but this show is just the right length 10 minutes long give or take actually it's 10 minutes long yeah, uh it's all killer perfect no filler time. Is, is what i like to say it's perfect time and also like it plays what three four times this uh a night yes and you really don't need to be there early uh i we got there early so i could be right on the rail to film it but you don't need to be. You can just show up right as it starts, and you should be okay. Um, I mean, the nights we went weren't insanely packed, but like, I, I Joe, you, you, no problems showing up five minutes beforehand, right? Yeah, you can even show up at the like at when the show starts and still get a decent view, so you're good. Yeah, it's good that it's spread out, and also like. It's not like another show where it's not like Academy of Villains where you, you have to dedicate a good amount of time to go see it. You're, you're 45 minutes at least for uh, Academy of Villains with seating and the show itself and getting out and all that stuff. You'll be in and out of that that viewing area in 15 minutes. Uh, so it's it's a it's it's excellent and just what they chose to include with the the Universal Classic Monsters. The Ghostbusters, Stranger Things, and Killer Clowns. Oh, it, it, it was, oh man, it was so good. <laughs> and the projections were phenomenal. Um, they're not, there's not a lot of fireworks, but it, you, you don't really need it. It's all about the visual, the, the fountains and the projections. Um, I know what fireworks look like. I don't feel like that in proves the show at all uh, you know it, you have it at your key moments which it did mm-hmm. right yeah it had a few fireworks right there were yeah, no yeah. fireworks there were no fireworks no fireworks in that show oh well uh, goddamn <laughs> <laughs> did you see marathon of mayhem yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I just it's it's been a month it's been two months guys come on <laughs> 
I, I watched the back with the uh, on the film, and there were points where it gets so bright that it blew out my screen. So I figured that might have been fireworks, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently it wasn't. Okay, I just to explain myself. Um, it, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. And I mean, they got to do this every year now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they had to produce a show every year now. And it's got to be different every year because it correlates with the, the houses, which is fantastic. Yes. So, Dan, what are your thoughts? Uh, I loved it. Um, I think that Universal's really stepped their game up with the projections on on the water screens and things like that. Um, I think the way that they do the projection on the buildings and the background plays so much into the, the, just as much as uh, of the show as what's in the water. Um, so I'll have to catch myself, you know, making sure I look back either at the water or, or look back up at the buildings to see exactly what's going on. But I really liked it. I thought it was fantastic. Mm -hmm. it, and they use the buildings creatively. They don't just plaster movie clips on them. They, they use the shapes of the buildings mm -hmm. and design it for the buildings themselves. Everything is created for it. Yeah, like when the the particular killer clown is doing the hand shadows uh, yeah. on the on the back. Yeah, I and uh, things like that. And even at the beginning, where it looks like somebody's popping an old school VHS into into it. Like I thought, I, I yeah, it's just super well done. It it really is. And I walked through that area when the show was going on, and just to see the projections close up, like right in front of you, front of you, it, it, it's also a cool experience. If you had the opportunity to do that next year. Definitely try to do that as well. So, mm -hmm. awesome. So, there you so go. Maybe, yeah, maybe maybe next year it'll be Bill and Ted's Marathon of Mayhem. Oh, you're pulling at you're pulling at Joe. You're pulling at the strings there. <laughs> so, last thoughts on Halloween Horror Nights 29. You guys, Dan, let's start with you. So it's it was my first Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, I mean, I've read things, I've seen things, you know, people being disappointed, all that different type of stuff. So I'm glad that I didn't read any of that or or ingest any of that before going, and I experienced it the way that I did. It, you know, I'm going back. It's going to be something that's going to be it's going to start a tradition. So I'm very excited about that. I loved it. Some of the houses were great. Some of them, you know, maybe this will expand and and increase my expectations for things in the coming years. So but I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm sorry, Alex, if our opinions differed so much on certain things and <laughs> Graveyard Games is the best. So that's <laughs> that's that's, wh that's where I'm, I'm going to go with. Dan's number one house of all time, Graveyard Games. Yeah, one of one, baby. <laughs> because one of he, one. Because he's only been in nine houses, so it's number one of all time. <laughs> uh, Alex, any last thoughts for this year? Uh, I mean, Horror Nights is still the gold standard. Uh, I, we talked about this before. It, it, was, it was kind of a weak year, but that doesn't mean it wasn't amazing at the same time. Uh, it was my least favorite year of the three, but the the jump between the three years is uh between 27 and 29 is very little there's a little bit of a jump up to 28 but it's still consistently just you you can't do better <laughs> no and it, the stuff that i've been told throughout the entire time is that it's an event and it's a party like and that 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 didn't ring 
it couldn't have rang any truer. It's the people you go with, the the drinks and food that you have, and then you also get to enjoy stuff that potentially could scare the crap out of you. So yeah, and I, I enjoy the crowd a lot more than the local events because it's usually a, a lot older crowd, um, and you know you do get a lot of drunks, but usually they're really friendly drunks, so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have any uh, jackass ones, so it's it's all good. So it's better than tweens running around being annoying. So there you go. Definitely oh, I thought sure. I thought for half a second you were gonna you were gonna take shots fired at food and wine. That's that's where I thought you were gonna you were gonna go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Food and wine's fine. Yes. So Dan, uh, let's close out the show. Where can people find you online if they love your opinions? Where can they find you at? <laughs> So um, there's a very good chance if it's social media that my uh, the handle is the same. It's Spaceship Earth everywhere. Yeah. Spaceship <laughs> Earth on Twitter, Spaceship Earth Instagram, Snapchat, the whole nine yards. I was lucky enough to get it way back in the day, and I'm not changing. There you go. Uh, Alex, where can people find you at? You can find me at Coaster Spotting on YouTube and Twitter. Fantastic. You can find me at Parkscope Joe. You can find everything awesome at Parkscope.net and at Parkscope on Twitter. Uh, make sure you give us all those likes, subscribes, retweets, hit the bell. I, I don't know. All, all those things you need to do. Y- you know. Yeah, there we go. So we'll see you guys later on the next episode. And uh, love everybody. Hate everything. Gangaloosh. Gangaloosh.